0: Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beat Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from our Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Aviva Richmond. Let's listen. Radical Ratzon, an Ethics of Holiness Parshat Kedushim lies at the heart of Sefer Vayikra, and with it the concept of holiness. According to many interpreters, we achieve Kedusha by curbing our desire. Holiness, in this view, inextricably entails suppression of our will. Taken to its extreme, this can lead to a notion that being in relationship with God requires blind obedience and negation of ourselves. In contrast, it is also possible to understand Kedusha in a way that features, rather than suppresses, our will. Through an expansive reading of the concept of Ratzon, will, in Parashat Kedushim, we can strive for an ethics of Kedusha that focuses on consent and mutuality, as central to deep relationship with God and others. Prominent medieval interpreters understand Kedusha through the lens of boundaries. For example, Rashi stretches boundaries in sexuality. Rambam devotes his Sefer Kedusha, his book of holiness, to prohibitions related to food and to sex, while Ramban understands the imperative you shall be holy as exercising discipline that goes above and beyond the specific requirements of mitzvot, fundamentally about drawing additional boundaries around personal desire and worldly appetites. This focus on discipline guides us to act responsibly and to strengthen our character. However, it would be an error to think that kiddushah is only about suppressing our will. We can expand our understanding of kiddushah when we pay attention to the word ratzon in this week's Parsha, where it's linked to sacrifices. When you sacrifice a shlamim, a well-being sacrifice to God, you will sacrifice it We see here that the concept of ratzon is fundamental to bringing an offering to God. The word ratzon in Tanakh almost always means to be pleasing to God, something that follows God's will. The plain meaning here, therefore, is that sacrifices appease God and thereby bring us good favor. When offering gifts to God in this view, we are in the position of subservience, diligently trying to bring animals that God will like, that will appease God's will. The word ratzon in the Tanakh almost always refers to God's will and hardly ever to human will. Yet, an early midrash makes a radical move in interpreting the role of ratzon in sacrifices. On the word lir chem the Commentary Ibn Ezra brings a passage from the Sifra, Midrash, that shifts us from a focus on God's will to a focus on our own will. Lir Tz'onchem, For your Ratzon, that they do not force the congregation to bring the offering against their will. Rather than Ratzon meaning that the sacrifice should find favor in God's will, The word shifts to mean in accordance with your will. A sacrifice must be brought willingly. The word ratzon indicates the importance of our own human consent. One might imagine that our consent is only relevant for voluntary sacrifices that do indeed depend on a person's willingness to bring them, as opposed to obligatory sacrifices, which God commands us. But actually, the Midrash is even more radical, reading the word ratzonchem in this way, even regarding the obligatory waving of the Omer offering. When we willingly bring a sacrifice that is obligatory, God considers it as though we have brought a voluntary sacrifice. Our will and consent is powerful even in the context of obligation. The reading of the verse teaches that there is no such thing as a sacrifice without our consent. We cannot be forced into intimacy with God, the possibility of encountering holiness and being in relationship with God can only stem from our own will and desire, our ratzon. Kedusha is embedded in us expressing our will, rather than suppressing our will. In another early midrash, our will is not only one necessary component of sacrifices, but takes on a primary purpose. Sifrei Midbar depicts how through sacrifices, God finds satisfaction in expressing God's will and having it fulfilled, and that ultimately, sacrifices are about fulfilling our own will. The animals themselves are merely a pretext. The goal of sacrifices is for both us and God to express our desire to be in relationship, our mutual ratzon. A sacred encounter with God is not primarily about suppression of our will, it is meant to amplify our will, even as we cultivate our attunement to the divine will. Hasidic teachings crystallize this picture, where our desire to be in relationship with God becomes the real offering. This, in and of itself, is the gift the desire for one's will to be constantly directed towards God. The significance of and sacrifices, as both God's will and our will, lives on in later interpreters. When we take in these comments synthetically, we arrive at a picture that incorporates both. Offering a sacrifice represents active and mutual alignment of our own subjectivity and God's. We enter into holy relationship when we willingly consent to being attentive to God's will. Simultaneously, God longs for us to express our will. The vision of a rich interplay between our will and God's will opens up a new perspective on an ethical dictum in Pirkei Avot that teaches we should make our will like God's will. Make God's will like your will in order that your will will be like God's will. This Mishnah is often understood as a battle of the wills where we capitulate our own will so as to make God's will like our will. Yet the language in the first clause is not about negating our will. Negation comes only in the second clause. The first clause is about doing our will. say, When we read Ratzon in light of the interpretations we have seen about the important role of consent in our relationship with God, we arrive at a picture that is not about subduing or negating our will in our religious life. Instead, we strive for engagement between our rutzon and gods, and the encounter between our respective wills fosters connection and mutual desire. The arc that places our own consent, will, and desire at the center of bringing sacrifices expands our understanding of what it means to live lives of Kedusha. Last week, we explored the centrality of consent in building sexual ethics. Here, we see that consent is not only a vital component of human relationships, but also, perhaps surprisingly, of our relationship with the divine. In Parshat Kiddushim we shift from subservience to God's will, encoded in biblical ratzon, towards an expression of mutual desire to be in relationship. Kiddushim offers a theology and practice of kedusha that is rooted in aligned consent, not a negation of ourselves in the face of an external divine will. The centrality of Ratson and Kedusha inspires a mode of deep mutuality in all of our actions and relationships with God or others. Close with a melody sometimes known as the silent niggin. <laughs>
1: Yada <laughs> na na ni na na i na i
0: This episode of Tashma was produced by Jeremy Tabak and Sam Greenberg. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.